You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it with tales from all over the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hello, Murph. Hey, 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 AP. How's it going? Great. We are in Ragbri World. We are getting ready for registration to open next week on November 15th. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. So we're recording this a few days ahead of time. So you, depending on what day it is, you may be able to register for Ragbri when you're listening, or you may have a couple more days to wait. So check your calendar. But then registration will be open all the way through next spring. So there is oh, a wide window of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's true, right, that... Um, whether you register on the day that registration opens or the next week, it, it doesn't matter, right? Correct. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a little bit different this year in that we did do away with the lottery. So it is first come, first serve. However, we're expecting there to be plenty of room for everybody. Good. I don't think we're going to sell out any in the near term. So don't panic if you get up. Some people are planning on getting up at midnight on the 15th. Like, please, oh. just <laughs> wait until the daytime. We're not going to, Erica is going to stay up until midnight to open up registration, but then she's going to go back to sleep for a little while because she is a human. (laughs) So we uh, won't be online to help you if anything goes wrong until daytime hours. (laughs) Right. And tiny spoiler alert, um, Erica will be on our next episode to talk with you about all of all things registration. So uh, if people have, you know, questions on their mind um, that haven't been answered in previous episodes or online, tune in next week but for now we've got a great episode this week too right that's right well I gotta tell you really quick I um I think we talked about it last week on the episode that I went down to Texas to do the ride for Alzheimer's ride yep and it was so fun like it's it's always interesting when you're with a a huge group of people that all have kind of the same passion, which, you know, Mm. like on Ragbri, everyone has the passion for small town Iowa and you you can just feel that. Well, down in Texas, it was kind of the same thing where everyone, you know, had somebody that, um, somebody that was affected by Alzheimer's in some way. So we all had kind of like the same goal, raising money for a good cause. But I have to tell you, okay, so I did, 61 miles that day, which, you know, whatever. People might say that's a lot. People might say that's not very many. But Mm -hmm. I was maybe, oh, I don't know, into like mile 40. And the whole day had been kind of like Iowa rollers, up, down, up, down, up, down. And some of them were pretty darn steep. And so we get to about mile 40-ish, and I see a sign on the road that somebody had put up that said, are you ready? The hills are coming soon. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, what? How? Wait a minute! I've already been doing hills for the last yeah. 25 miles, and guess what? They were right. I mean, the oh, really, no. really steep ones were still <laughs> ahead of me. But I guess uh, you know, if they're gonna call it hill country down there in Texas, they are not lying. Hey, at least they gave you a heads up on that. I know, but I was yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah. I had to really uh, do some positive self-talk to keep myself going forward (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I bet you did it the whole thing of course of course and speaking of positive self-talk uh here in Iowa I mean yesterday it was a beautiful 73 degrees 
And Mm -hmm. today it's like 20 something. Yeah, it's really devastating. (laughs) I'm so glad that I got some miles in the last couple days for the 200 mile winter challenge because I'm not going outside to bike today. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I don't think I am. We'll see. I may try out some of my warm clothes, but at this very moment, no, I'm very content uh, being nice and warm inside. (laughs) Yeah, doing the trainer. But um, if you are ready to be biking outside, and I don't know what the weather is going to be like in Iowa next week, but we are hosting a ride and a rag by open house next week in conjunction with the Tall Dog Bike Club and the Wednesday Cycling Adventures that they, it's like a for fun group that they host here in Des Moines. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a short bike ride starting um, downtown in the, in Waterworks Park by the Founders statue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you can find all the details on the Ragbride Facebook page. I won't give all that, but it'll be Wednesday the 16th and there's a Ragbride open house in conjunction with the bike ride. So if you want a bike, great, do the bike ride. If you just want to, you're curious about what the Ragbride new office looks like and it is cool. um, You stop by the office anytime from five to eight. So Excellent. Just and, want to do a quick plug. And yeah. I thought I saw on that Facebook invite that you can also register on the spot for Ragbri. Yep. We'll have a little Ooh. registration kiosk. So if you have any, if you're having troubles getting logged in or doing the registration, we'll all be there. We can help you get set. Um, we'll also have some new merch on hand. Ooh. So you can check that out and um, some big grow beer and it'll just be kind of a nice get together. So sweet. Want to mention that. And when you're talking about new merch, how about that fancy new logo? Will that be on anything? You better believe it will be. I love that new mo- logo, and I hope everybody else likes it just as much as we do. But Oh, yeah. It's so kinda... nice and crisp and clean. And yeah. you guys somehow got the logo put on all kinds of billboards all over Des Moines. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We did a billboard takeover of the digital billboards in Des Moines for one hour on the day that the logo was released. And... It was pretty cool. Um, it was on Halloween, so I was dressed as Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> and I I uh, went to all these different locations, and we took pictures of them. And it was just a fun way to kind of kick it off. And I know not everybody, obviously not even a fraction of our writers are from Des Moines. But um, it was a nice – it's our hometown. It's a, the town where we're at. Um, it's just kind of nice. Um centralized way to promote it so yeah i love it cool well so you are saying there'll be some merch with the new logo on it yeah sorry i kind of got off on a tangent there <laughs> there is gonna be ragbri logo merch um yeah we just love the logo so much we have a uh, crew neck sweatshirt and a logo t-shirt and we have some more uh coming soon so stay tuned for that hot dog that's awesome yeah Okay, so topic so. change, because I want to talk about briefly uh, what we're going to have on this episode. But have you ever heard yeah. of the organization called World Ride? No, but fill me in. Okay, so a woman named Julie founded this, and that's who we're going to um, have an interview with today. But it's really cool. It's a nonprofit that empowers women globally through mm. mountain biking. Wow, I love that. Yeah. So during this interview, you're going to hear about all kinds of cool places, you know, whether it's Nepal or Guatemala, where they help women connect them with bikes and with training and better at how they live their lives and learn about mountain biking. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. And um, there's actually two people that are going to be in this interview. Of course, Julie, that I just mentioned. But then we have Matt, who owns a company. Um, it's like a tour company in Guatemala. And so his oh. company paired with Julie 
and they are, you know, getting some of those mountain bike racers, riders, you know, women who learned to mountain bike to become tour guides for him. So it's pretty cool. So should we listen in? Yep. Let's let her rip. Well, I would like to welcome two special guests to the show today. We have Julie and Matt. Hey guys, how's it going? Great, how are you? I'm really good. And I know Matt is coming to us from all the way in Guatemala. And Julie, where are you located? I live in Moab, Utah. And we're you're on the podcast, uh, Julie, is the founder of a nonprofit organization called World Ride, which we're going to learn about in a few minutes. And then Matt is the founder and owner of a business called Old Town Outfitters. So this is going to be a fun podcast episode. Um, Julie, I'll start with you. Where do you live as far as, you know, you said Moab, Utah. What's it like there as far as cycling? You know, I'm assuming if you're in Moab, you probably are a fan of mountain biking, but Tell us a little bit about where you live. Yeah, um, I mean, mountain, bi- or mountain biking is just uh, such a part of the culture here in Moab. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the outdoors in general, it's such a great place. The community here is really great for mountain biking. Um, pretty much everybody here exclusively mountain bikes. There's a little bit of road riding, a little bit of gravel riding, but most people are here for the mountain biking. And it's also a place that is... Uh, attracts a lot of tourists so we get a lot of people coming uh throughout the year to mountain bike and just explore the area yeah i back in 2020 i believe i did a bike adventure uh called the san juan mountain hut to hut and we Mm, ended in moab so i got to experience how beautiful it is there and then also i got to experience a sandstorm and a huge black cloud that rained crazy rain but it was only for like five minutes so I have a lot of uh, good memories of Moab <laughs> that's great yeah the weather here can be can be unpredictable at times <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful though that definitely makes up yeah for it. yeah yeah and then Matt how about you I already spoiler alert I I told everybody where you are but will you give us an idea of what it's like where you live as far as cycling culture absolutely so, yep, I live in Antigua, Guatemala. I've been here since uh, the late 90s. Uh, the mountain bike and the cycling cultural, culture in general has kind of uh, been definitely on the rise over the past two decades since I've been in Guatemala. Certainly when I was first here, uh, yeah, I would oftentimes be the only person out on mountain bikes, mm. you know, out in the woods and, and riding. And, and over time, I've definitely seen the culture grow. Uh, there's a a very big kind of enduro and cross-country mountain bike scene. Uh, there's a, a, a big road scene as well. There's a, a 15-day mountain bike stage race that, or I'm sorry, a road race that, that is uh, hosted here in Guatemala. And there's multiple stage race, mountain bike races these days. And so there's a culture that's definitely on the rise and booming. And uh, we're just happy to kind of be here and be a part of it. It's been great. And I have never been to Guatemala, and I'm just really not familiar with the terrain but when you say you're out mountain biking, are you on like man-made trails? Are you on groomed trails or are you just exploring the mountains on your own? 
these days, a little bit of both. It's still, by and large, just, you know, trails that are out there that are naturally, you know, out in the woods. Uh, Guatemala's a very agricultural country, so a lot of the footpaths that are here, you know, exist because of, you know, farmers going to fields, merchants going, from, you know, from village to village, uh, you know, taking their livestock out or, or going into to the, uh, out into the woods looking for firewood or, or otherwise. Uh, in the past, maybe decades, there's been a, a little bit of a recent push into man-made mountain bike parks. Uh, we helped build one that's on the backside of one of the volcanoes just outside of our town, Antigua. And then now there's another man-made mountain bike park in our region. There's a couple in Guatemala City. Mm. So you're definitely starting to see more and more kind of man-made mountain bike parks pop up. But mm-hmm. by and large, you know, the riding that we do is mainly all out there just exploring the mountains and the volcanoes and the hills nearby. And, you know, we've hiked our bike out of every ravine and dead-end trail to really kind of figure out where we're going and how to link all these trails together. It's yeah. been, a, been kind of a labor of love. And it says a lot about that labor of love when you are starting to see man-made structures because that tells you that you've got a lot more people who want to experience what you've been experiencing. So um, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, Julie, back to you. I want to uh, learn a little bit more about what World Ride is. Um, but quickly, before we get into that, I know I read, as far as your background goes, that you are um, or have been really big into mountain biking from all different aspects. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have. I started mountain biking probably 11 or 12 years ago. Um, did some road biking before that, but uh, yeah, I just kind of always wanted to be out on trails and um, got into mountain biking through uh, some really good friends um, in the Tucson area mm. and um, just had some, yeah, a great group of, of ladies that uh, helped me get into the sport. And um since then, I've done quite a few different things uh, within mountain biking. Uh, the reason I moved to Moab was to guide. Mm. So I still still do a little bit of guiding, and um, I'm also a certified mountain bike skills coach. So I've been coaching for probably six or seven years as well. That's impressive. I went to Whitefish Mountain to a mountain bike retreat where I got to experience firsthand what you would be doing as a you know a guide and someone who's teaching me basic skills and oh my I I learned a ton but I'm sure that some of those uh trainers were like oh my gosh when is this girl gonna learn to trust her bike (laughs) no it's I it's uh it's so fun I love coaching I love um helping people just kind of learn the how and the why of you know certain aspects of mountain biking and yeah. just gain that confidence and yeah yeah it's fun. and that's a perfect segue into world ride um give us just give us the scoop on what world ride is yeah um so world ride is a 501c3 nonprofit that works to empower women globally through mountain biking so we work to help um just develop connection and community uh with mountain biking um, as well as help women build confidence through the sport. Uh, we work in Guatemala. Um, we also work in Nepal, Peru, Botswana, and Lesotho. 
with local women to help get them out on mountain bikes. And how do you find women who want to be empowered by mountain bike? Like, you know, it's, it seems like not everybody would want to try and experience that. So how are you connecting it? Yeah, um, each place has been a little bit different uh, with how we've connected with the local communities there. Um, but really, um, you know, most of the places it's been through some of our amazing local partners, um, like Matt and mm-hmm. Old Town Outfitters that kind of know the community, know the scene and know some women that are either mountain biking already or are interested in learning how to mountain bike. Oh, that is so awesome. And you mentioned Guatemala, but what other locations mm-hmm. are you part of? Um, well, we started in Nepal. Um, mm. That was the first spot. And then we expanded to Guatemala. And we also now work in Peru, Lesotho, and Botswana. Wow. And do you have any, like, amazing stories about, you know, this woman decided to get out there and mountain bike, and now she's blah 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 Oh, my gosh, in each place, yes, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <laughs> I could go on for a while yeah. telling all the stories of all the amazing women. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, just, you know, talking to each each woman in all the places that we work um, and just kind of hearing the stories, like, it's pretty amazing that most say, like, very similar things about mountain biking, that it gives them this freedom mm-hmm. and this confidence that, they just don't get otherwise. Um, it, it, I think that's one of the coolest things is to see this common thread that, you know, almost every woman that I've worked with, you know, says the exact same thing about how mountain biking has changed their life. Mm. That is so impressive. And then, um, okay, I want to get into how both you and Matt have decided to partner up. But before that, Matt, hopefully you're still there. I'm still here. Yeah. Tell us about your background. Uh, my background is you know, similar to Julie's. I've you know, kind of grown up on, on mountain bikes and I've raced BMX bikes as a kid and was always encouraged to get out and explore uh, you know, local surroundings, and largely that was done on a bike. And I think I bought my first mountain bike when I was 14, uh, which would have been you know, 25 years ago. Um, and I've been riding mountain bikes ever since. Yeah. And, you know, uh, opened up Old Town Outfitters at the end of 1990 with the idea to to get people out on mountain bikes, you know, in Guatemala and, and kind of help people discover the riches that Guatemala has to offer via, you know, the mountain bike. And, you know, I've been riding ever since. I've done, uh, similar to Julie, I've done some of these skills uh, courses. I've been through Level 1 Professional Mountain Bike Instructors Association course, uh, mainly just to make myself a better guide i haven't really gotten into the skills coaching side of it but really just wanted to be able to you know help explain and be a better you know coach while out on tour and help people really uh benefit from from being out on the bike and, and learning those skills but yeah so i've been in guatemala since the late 90s riding out bikes and uh you know it's really taken me to a lot of places and you know, everything that i have kind of today is all you know, come out of you know, getting on a bike and riding on bikes and meeting people I know, the places you know, where we live and things to do, it all kind of comes from this, this culture that was, you know, started on a mountain bike. Wow. Well, I can tell you right now, I would love to go mountain biking with one or both of you. 
to enjoy myself, but also to learn some, some good tips. I think I'd come out of it a better, a better biker for sure. <laughs> so Matt, will you kind of, you know, you mentioned Old Town Outfitters. Tell us what exactly that is and what you offer. Sure. So Old Town Outfitters uh, is a, you know, we're kind of a full service uh, mountain bike touring company. We, you know, adventure travel. So we kind of, you know, we started as a pretty solely just mountain biking, but then quickly, you know, branched out into other things, you know, like hiking. And we did rock climbing trips and sea kayaking and uh, volcano summits and overnight mm. trekking and backpacking, that sort of thing. But our passion still kind of truly lies on, on the mountain bike front. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing that since, like I said, the end of 1998, uh, primarily helping foreigners and travelers, uh, you know, kind of get into Guatemala and find all the interesting little nooks and crannies and fun places to go and, and try to weave that into, you know, the cultural side of what's happened and the vibrance that Guatemala has to offer. And then, you know, during the pandemic, we've made a little bit of a shift and started working and focusing a little bit more internally as kind of, you know, that was the, what was going on internationally tourism wise there just wasn't a whole lot of international travel so mm-hmm. now we're kind of you know working with locals a lot more too and, and creating trips uh a little bit more focused on on the local uh sector as well but you know largely again still working with you know tri- uh, trips sold to travelers abroad okay so it's going to be it seems pretty obvious to me why you two have decided to collaborate but do you either one of you want to kind of Give us an idea how that came to be, where World Ride and Old Town Outfitters decided to partner up. Sure, I can talk a little bit about that. I think it was, yeah, the beginning of 2019. Um, yep. I had actually traveled to Guatemala with a friend. Um, she kind of invited me last minute on the trip, and I said, sure, why not? And uh, yeah, I got to join and just see the place and explore and um it was on that trip that I started talking to Matt and um and Chris about uh the work that I had been doing in Nepal with World Ride Mm -hmm. they were like let's do that here um you know there seemed to be you know the opportunity to be able to do it and um yeah we kind of started working on things and did our first trip there later that year toward the end of 2019. So then what does that look like for the women who are interested in becoming part of World Ride? Like, are you training them all the skills and then saying, hey, after so many times of training, we're going to go to Guatemala and experience what it's like there? Or how does it work? Yeah, that's a great question. So the places that we work, um, we work with local women in each place and help to support um, some women in becoming mountain bike guides. Mm. Um, so, um, Matt has been awesome and, you know, uh, helped us, uh, to identify a female guide there, um, Krista, who's amazing. And, um, we helped kind of support some of her training to become a mountain bike guide. Um, we also have purchased bikes, um, that, that Old Town helps us to store and um, maintain. Mm. And those bikes are like our bike library bikes that women can borrow and just try out mountain biking. Um, And it's been really cool to see in Guatemala, like the women that have been 
coming on these weekly group rides, some of them have, you know, fallen in love with mountain biking, saved up their money, bought their own bike. So then it kind of opens the door for more women to, to try out mountain biking with the bike library bikes. So, yeah. So, you know, in each place that we work, we, we try to focus as much on, you know, developing a bike library that women can borrow from, mm-hmm. um, helping to train some female guides. Um, we're starting to work now with the Professional Mountain Bike Instructor Association, PMBIA, to um, host mountain bike skills certification oh, courses cool. in each yeah. place that we work. So that, yeah, so that some of the locals can actually become certified, the same certification that Matt and I have, mm-hmm. to be able to teach mountain bike skills, um, you know, to help get even more people into the sport. Uh, safely and, you know, with, with proper skill. So, um, yeah, those are kind of some of the things that we, we do, um, in each place. And the example you use where you identified a guide there in Guatemala, Mm -hmm. explain, uh, and maybe Matt would explain this either one of you, but what exactly does she do as a guide? Like, are you taking, or just, let me just ask it that way. What exactly is she doing as a guide? Sure. So I'll take that one. So we uh, work with, you know, one of our guides is Krista and she came to us, um, you know, a year ago or, or more and was interested to get it. You know, wanted to, to be a guide, had not really had any kind of formal guide experience or training, certainly did not have much mountain bike guide experience or even just mountain bike experience. And she picked up very quickly that that was something that, that Old Town Outfitters does a lot of. You know, we, we run a lot of mountain bike tours. So she was really interested uh, to, to get more bike skills and to get a bike. And, uh, and so we, working with Julie, you know, she mentioned the bike library. So we had bikes set aside that she could use. We would then give her uh, guide training. So anything from first aid courses to English, you know, then to just other general kind of guide training. Um, classes and she would follow guys and shadow guys and, and learn to work, you know, all the different trips that we do, whether it be, you know, on foot or on a bike mm-hmm. um, and kind of really gain some experience. And then to the point where, you know, she's really taken to the mountain bike. And again, with the support that world ride is given and just, you know, the community, you know, when the world ride groups come down, she's one of the, you know, she's one of the lead guys on the tour uh, she's created her own little uh, weekly uh, outings or adventures with Krista where she has a pretty solid crew of, of girls. It's really cool to see that meet up on Saturday morning and they go out on a big group ride. Oftentimes, the, the entire bike library has been checked out at that point. Oh, and cool. like Julia said, people have you know, pulled together their own money uh, to, to buy mountain bikes. And they end up mountain biking is an expensive sport to get into. So having the bike library there has been crucial to get people to feel comfortable on a bike, to know that that is something they want to lay out the investment for and to save. It's just such a, it can be such a large barrier to entry, just the price of bikes and access to gear and access to know-how and where to go and all that sort of thing. And Krista, through the support of World Ride and training through Old Town, uh, has really you know, been able to kind of foster this group of girls and get them out there. And they, it's super supportive. It's really fun to see these girls come out, some on our bikes, some that once used, when I say our bikes, the, the library bikes, um, that have you know, used those bikes to determine they want to save for their, for their own. And, and it, it's really evolved. And a lot of that just came out of time with Krista uh, to support with World Ride to get 
get her the training, the confidence, the time on a bike, you know, just being out, shadowing guys, learning mechanic side, learning the bike handling side, mm-hmm. uh, learning you know, English first aid. And that's been something that we've been working with, you know, with her in-country, Julia supported through uh, the World Ride and, and other folks that are associated with World Ride you know, who come down on the tours. So it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun to kind of see her grow as a guy. Super empowering as far as all of those skills, you know what I mean? Like, you know, becoming a guide, becoming um, certified in mountain biking skills, uh, being able to go out and show other people learning English. Like, there's so many different aspects to what you all are doing there. It's really cool. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And Julie, what would you say your focus is going forward as far as World Ride? Um, I mean, one of the big things that we're focusing on, um, because it's such a big part of our mission, um, is we, we run trips in all the places that we work in. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've, we've kind of had to put those on the back burner the past few years for <laughs> reasons that <laughs> right. everyone will understand. Right. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's really, I think, one of the best ways uh, to support World Ride is you get to go and you know, visit these amazing places that we work in, get to meet the women firsthand, like Krista, who, you know, have, we've helped to train as guides, um, and just kind of get to experience what World Ride is all about. So, um, yeah, we're really focused on on all of our trips um, for uh, the end of 2022 and into 2023, um, uh, just to, to give people that opportunity to get to go and, you know, see these places and and meet the women that we work with right and hopefully you get to be like there going to all these trips too right julie (laughs) i go on some of them (laughs) um yeah they're you know we we really want our trips to be as much about the women that we work with as possible so yeah you know like like krista krista's our guide um you know i i like to go and support some trips and you know be there for certain projects and things but uh yeah, I, I, I don't think I could go on all of our trips. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that, that's, a, that's a good sign that your business is growing when you can uh, say that we have so many trips, I can't go to all of them. Yeah, for sure. It's been, it's been really cool. To good see. problem to have. Yeah, great yeah. problem to have, yeah. Um, and Matt, you know, besides working with World Ride, Old Town, Old Town Outfitters, you know, if someone like me is like, I'm coming to Guatemala and I would like to be part of, you know, some sort of ride, uh, that's definitely something that you offer as well, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, we have a full-service website. We're a full-service, you know, inbound tour operator. So we've got an online calendar that you can get to from our website, which is adventureguatemala.com, which lays out a lot of the upcoming tours that we have. Mm-hmm. We oftentimes have scheduled you know, a week ride that'll go on this date. Uh, you, know, you can certainly get in touch with us. We can pull together any kind of custom logistics, you know, mountain bike ride. Uh, and we have any number of tours on the website that people can choose from. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, if you were interested to come to Guatemala and to ride and we're not able to join on to a world ride trip, then we could certainly pull logistics together, uh, you know, outside of, you know, any operator that we would work with and, and run this you know, trip ourselves. And, you know, a cool thing is, like, you know, we have a couple upcoming trips with Julie that are just, 
custom women, you know, women who have wanted a custom tour who have come through Julie that are not going to be able to necessarily join on to an existing World Ride tour date. Oh, okay. And, you know, working with World Ride, we're able to funnel those girls in and bring them to Guatemala or add on to an existing trip they have and get them out with Krista, get them on the mountain bike, show them a little bit about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just another really cool way to, to be able to get, you know, get people out and get people on bikes. Excellent. And, um, you know, you both have mentioned that you have events on the calendar for 2023. I don't know if there's anything you want to point out or if you just want to kind of tell us a specific place to go on a website or social media that we can learn more. Um, I think one of the cool things that we've been working on. um, So our first trip in the end of 2019, we, um, we helped um, so we worked with, with Matt and Old Town on um, hosting uh, an event called a Travesia. Um And we had um, kind of this big community ride, and we had about 60 ladies join wow. on that. And it was just really cool. Um, you know, only women. I don't think there had ever been any that had been done that was just for women. Mm-hmm. Um so we're working on planning another one of those in early 2023 in January. Um, and we, World Ride has a trip that we do and that um, we kind of add this bonus day on of the, the Traversia. So um, it's our standard like week long trip with this little bonus ride um, that you get to do with, with all of the women. Um, so that, that's a fun uh, event that we have coming up. Um, and one thing I did want to mention too is that our trips are open to anyone, so they're not just women specific. Like oh, okay. They're open to, to men and women alike. So. Okay. And Julie, you are a nonprofit organization, so you depend on mm-hmm. donations, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how can somebody listening to this podcast support you? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can support World Ride. I mean, one of the best ways is to go on a trip because then you get to do something fun uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it, and it supports, you know, our local guides um, and the local community and whatnot, too. So um, if not, you can donate through our website. All, all donations through our website are all tax deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, we also host some different sweepstakes throughout the year um, with some of our partners. Um, we have movie night events. We're doing one in a couple weeks in Tucson, Arizona. Um, and, yeah, we do other events and things throughout the year that are all on our website. And what is that website? It's www.world-ride.com. Cool. And I will also put that in the show notes. And how about you, Matt? Tell us more about Old Town Outfitters and how we can become part of it. Sure. Uh, I'd first like to mention that Julie touched on her movie night. I think those have been phenomenal. And I would highly encourage anyone who wants to know what's going on and kind of learn more about what they're doing to watch and sign up for those movie nights. Mm. I know that in Guatemala, we'll all get, you'll get our kind of community, Krista and our community of riders together. We'll all get to someone's house and, and watch it together. It's been a lot of fun. I think that's a fantastic way to, to get involved. So, Julie, thanks for doing those. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, Old Town Outfitters, uh, we can be reached at uh, adventureguatemala.com. Uh, we have online calendars uh, there that list out what we're doing, uh, and there's any number of tours on our website. Uh, so we're really easy to get in touch with, and we've got Instagram and and, and Facebook too. Also, old, uh, those are Old Town Outfitters uh, are the name of those both of those accounts. But 
yeah, I encourage you to, to come on, stop by the website, see what we're doing. Yeah, if there's something that doesn't line up with a date, you know, that you're interested in, we're obviously able to pull together a number of custom logistics. But, uh, yeah, happy to help facilitate people to come down to Guatemala and get involved and see what's going on and join the super vibrant culture and the, the growing cycling community and certainly all the work that World Rides has done. I think both organizations, uh, you guys are offering, you know, cyclists out there a really unique experience to, you know, go someplace that's not um, maybe a place that their friends and family have been to. I mean, it's just really, really cool. So appreciate both of you coming on the podcast and talking about both Old Town Outfitters and World Ride. And Thank, Thank you. you so Thanks much for having us. Fun. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike!